Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. And now, the Outriders. Hello, Outriders. Welcome back to this episode. Are we 106? I believe we're 106. Yeah, 106. Yeah, pretty... Time is just kind of flying along there. Yeah, I mean, not too long ago we had the the hundred episode special. Yeah, I was looking back at that. I was <laughs> when I was doing the editing in the last log. I was like, man, that it feels like it was like yesterday and also forever long ago. But here we are on one hundred and six. Welcome aboard, everybody. Dan and Matt here with you. How are you, Dan? I'm doing not. I'm doing great. Cool. We've got some news to go over today. But uh, first off, did you finish Wandavision? Oh yes. Oh man. I mean. It, there were such high expectations set. I don't think there was much they could do to fulfill everyone's theories. And oh, you don't think and... it uh, wrapped up all no, the no, it, and introduced it, some fun new questions? It did. Oh, okay. But <laughs> the questions that it was laying earlier, you know, earlier in the series, people were just going nuts on their theories and things like way out there with. Uh, yeah. Of course, we can't really go into spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we won't talk spoilers. Yeah, people were like, "Well, these characters that are." super powerful and you know from some of the crazy cosmic stuff in the marvel universe yeah but don't really have any introduction as of yet which would confuse new new viewers huh that's what people wanted to come in but uh yeah. i think they uh, the most <laughs> fun i had was uh, the cameos and characters they brought in and oh, uh, yeah. recognized from <laughs> other things but uh I, I thought it was a fantastic series for those that couldn't and, get uh, past the first episode or two uh, you got to take Stay it around. as the yeah. the gestalt of the entire series. Like it's made to be like a four and a half hour movie. Yeah, but uh, just with kind of breaks, intermissions, you know, at convenient times. And uh, I don't know if you heard because I don't think I mentioned it to you. Uh, did you hear that Paul Bettany did an interview previous to the season finale where he said there was going to be a great actor who I've always wanted to work with <laughs> in the season finale? <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> He kind of trolled us on that one. So. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I'm so glad you told me that. <laughs> because I know what I was expecting to happen, and that would have fit that one as well, too. Yes. But, uh, okay, anyway. Yes, uh, we, we'll, we'll get away from the illusions of things. Too. Yeah, but uh, the nice thing is the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, or uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is going to be coming out in a couple Fal- of weeks. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That, yeah. that Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier, okay. Yeah, so they're just rolling right into the next one, which was... Good. I mean, their, cool. their original plan pre, you know, pandemic was for Black Widow and oh, Falcon and no. the Winter Soldier to come out as the first two things. Yeah. But the first two things got rearranged, but I don't think it's too bad. Yeah. No, it's yeah. in uh, the production quality has been fantastic. Yeah. But, uh, you know, th- that's nice. MCU's cool and all that. <laughs> what about our Star Wars news, Dan? Uh, well, speaking of Star Wars shows, uh, Bad Batch got its release date announced. Did, did you notice my shirt? Yes, that's who had to wear a bad, bad, bad shirt. shirt. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, May the fourth. So it's going to come yeah. out, of course. I mean, everyone I figured they'd be having something for May the fourth. So this I, just I, makes I feel sense. Like the, that's a strong choice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, looking forward to that one. Um, the only other thing they really showed in relation to Bad Batch is they uh, had some new stills of uh, Fennec Shan's character, and they confirmed Fennec Shan is in oh, the okay. Bad Batch as well. Nice. Uh, but yeah, is Filoni going to be involved in this one? Or is Ooh. it uh, new development? Good. I have to look I'm, that up. I have to double check on that. I'm, I'm assuming Filoni, because he's been involved with all uh, Clone that's, Wars that, That's kind of so what I like, assumed, yeah. but I, I wasn't sure if you knew for sure. But um, yeah, it, I'm going to look that I up. I assumed it so much that I'd even bother checking. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually just went and typed it up because of the magic of editing. And uh, it looks like David Filoni, the uh, the Wolf Alpha leader himself, is executive producing on Bad Batch. Yes, so, that, that, of course. That man is a three wolf moon shirt in a cowboy hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is. Quite literally is, and also figuratively, figuratively yeah. is. <laughs> oh, he rocks it so well. He too. does. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I know you, you haven't gotten into the Alphabet Squadron books yet, have I, you? I haven't actually. You you put the reminder on here that there's a new one coming out. I was like, yeah. gosh, I really so need to do that. Book three just released, and I'm, <sighs> okay. I'm, a, I'm a couple hours into it, and I'm liking it so far. But I've been following the series since it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so. I really need to get into. It. I just <laughs> finished like... um, another book, so I'm ready to jump into a new one. Mm-hmm. Just did the uh, Adam Savage. Every tool is a hammer one. It was a really nice, very kind of uh, quasi, here's how to do things. Also, here's some, you know, positive philosophy things to to help you as well. And I really enjoyed that. But uh, I would not mind ex- getting into Alphabet Squadron now. Yeah, and if anyone's a fan of pilots and, you know, like the old Rogue Squadron I books. I love the Rogue Squadron books. So yeah. I'm, I'm actually kicking myself it's taken me this long. But w- what is the era this takes place Oh, it's, it's uh, immediate post-Endor. So, oh, oh, okay. so it's it's them hunting down Imperial Remnant, and they show the perspective from both the Imperial side and the Rebel side. So you get both squads. Oh, that's nice. It's, it's not yeah. just a bunch of mustache twirling, is it? No, no. Okay, good. And uh, um, of course, not only did the Star Wars Squadrons have links to this, this is the third book now that's out is having links back to Star Wars Squadrons. I didn't so, even know that. Yeah, Holy crap! <laughs> oh. Considering they they happen in the same time frame. Speaking so. of Star Wars Squadrons, one of my buddies is telling me it's going to uh, the Game Pass here for, for Xbox soon. Yes, so, so that'll be later this month, so there should be a big spike in uh, players in that. That should be cool. Yeah, at least play yeah. through the uh, the scenarios and the, the campaign there. But also... Oh, looks, yeah, also in gaming. Yeah. So, Republic Commando. Everyone loved Republic Commando. I, I love Republic Commando. Commando. <laughs> I tried to go back and play that last year. That's a hard game. <laughs> Like it, it, it oh, yeah. it's a hard game. Because you had, yeah, you I had forgot. to utilize your squad mates for yeah. specifically you really on that do. one. You yeah. gotta, you gotta <laughs> use your squad mates. But no, uh, they're getting a re-release on the PS4 and the Switch, April sixth. Hmm. So that's going to be coming out soon. And I wonder if it's going to be remastered at all. Uh, they are said they're going to be uh, doing some polish, quality life improvements, or redoing the controls, and they're adding trophies to the PS4. Oh, interesting. So it's hmm. not so much a remake or redo, but they're definitely tuning it up tuning to, it up yeah to work you. with a modern system so okay. yeah that that's interesting unfortunately uh oh did i start ps4 or ps5 i'm gonna oh. have to double check that one <laughs> i mean it's probably probably yeah, both honestly. probably both yeah, yeah i think ps5 <laughs> you know honestly P- ps4 hardware is probably overkill for it because that came out in what, like 2004 it was or five, early 2000s like yeah <laughs> i remember playing it on a uh crt monitor so oh, wow okay <laughs> it was a minute ago but anyways so yeah uh lots of good gaming and media stuff coming out yeah speaking of good gaming we played a game last week we did play a game last week that was not anything like good gaming well it, it wasn't a bad game uh, it was a pretty bad game <laughs> It was a fun, fun game, game, though, yes. and once again, I, I learned a lot. I'm slowly unpacking the Galactic Republic here, but Dan is really honing in. Razor, filing down the razor-sharp edges of his ISF list. Oh, uh, wait, no. wait, what do you, you call it again? Uh, oh, 3, 4, Shore. 3, 4, Shore. Okay, instead you. of 3, 3, 3, it's yeah. you know, 3 ISF, 4, storm tro- or four Stormtroopers. So he got out there with his 1, 2, buckle your shoe. Yeah. And then... <laughs> 
But we had what? Uh, what was the uh, scenario? Uh, it was Long week? March, Evaporators, yeah. and um, Supply Drop. Yes, <laughs> it was very. It was a very fun setup, and actually, the first uh, couple of phases, you know, we were just getting close to each other. You infiltrated your guys oh, yeah. up there. Well, and... I, I, my plan was infiltrate onto my evaporators yeah. and ping them once, and then move forward as my normal troops came from the deployment zone forward to get the evaporators a second time. Yeah. So save a lot of action efficiency on there, and then offer a couple of uh, bait squads for me to shoot at, and then just yep. make every save ever. Always. <laughs> No, Iden was making every save ever, if I remember correctly. Um, no, she, actually, she no, that was in the game. She uh, she locked up Obi Wan. Yeah. So and... yeah, no, I I don't anyone discount Iden in melee. No, she no, <laughs> no, she was a She's handful. A but uh, no, it was your ISFs that were. Hanging oh yes. Out, and yeah. uh, there was two squads you kept. Just, they just stayed put, and I just could not kill them. It was kind of. I was like, did I not bring enough firepower, or is it Dan has you know the dark side of the force yes. with his dice, but. Probably both. Yeah. No, yeah, there was quite a few uh, all-block tank it saves. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think it was a very clear illustration for me that I wait too long to start playing objectives. Yeah. I think in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, oh, I can always wait till the last couple of turns. Well, the last couple of turns are when everything's like going downhill and you need to really be rationing your actions. So uh, I, I was watching what you were doing. You were getting up there, ignoring the incoming fire, doing your objectives, and then you were good for the rest of the game. Yeah. And so I, I was mean, on the back foot trying to close the gap. And usually how I do that is by, you know, trying to obliterate my opponent. And then once everything's cleared in the rubble, you walk up and, you know, okay, there's evaporators. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I even got one Stormtrooper squad over to one of your evaporators. Yeah, you did. No, <laughs> and I was like, how is this happening? Oh, because, you know, he's playing the objectives and, you know, yeah. thinking about it. And so, also those two ISS squads won't die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pro tip of the day, though, play the objectives. And, yeah, and, I mean, and, and that was something mm -hmm. I prided myself on early on is like I would just I would ignore the combat and go for the objectives. But I feel so excited to with the clones to get out there and like throw high quality dice and, and just start murdering. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> and then but you can't always count on the murder. It's not Chuck Norris out there. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I mean, Empire and clones have the same defensive saves. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was it was a good game. I've got another one lined up for next week. We've got another community meetup here in yeah. town at the uh, LGS. So. Yeah, so our local game store, Power Nine, is having yep. a uh, a casual another casual event where everyone just gets together and plays whatever format they want, which has really been helping our our turnout. On yeah, that. the the new new player recruitment. Cause, yeah. yeah, and and looking forward to doing that. Yeah, I mean, I forgot if I mentioned our last event, we had two mad lads do a 1600 point game. Oh no, we it didn't. It was the newer that. players. That's news yeah. to me, actually. Yes. Oh crap! And they they uh, hadn't noticed on the sixteen hundred point. You're supposed to do it on a six by four. Mm -hmm. They were doing it on a six by three. Wow, that was so jam packed. I oh, mean, yeah. Not only was it jam packed, but it was a absolute bloodbath. And I think at turn two is when one of them conceded because of the amount of death. I, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's gonna be able to reach out and touch somebody else from all ranges. <laughs> yeah. At that point. It, it, that, that, that was uh, quite an interesting game to watch. <laughs> I'm sure it took as long as to get through those two turns as a normal game. Oh, yeah, so. it did. I, we did our, I did my whole 800-point game that day in the same time they did those yeah, two turns. I believe so. it. I believe it. Oh. But oh, yeah. uh, that's, that's it for pretty much Star Wars news there. What do we yeah. have in community news? Well, yeah, uh, hobby-wise, uh, been working on those crates for the Outriders. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, we should have the official go live launch. It sounds like we're, we're finalizing the details with six plus supply. Six up. 
Shut up, really? <laughs> yes, it's six up. Every, I'm just kidding. Every, or am I? <laughs> Keegan, we love you again. Uh, but um, six, up, six up. Yes, I, and I, I realize that the show notes may have tricked you. I did actually put six plus in the show notes. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, that, so was that was not intentional. That was not intentional. That's their actual logo. I mean, though. it <laughs> is the logo. I actually went. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, I went and I took their logo, modified it with a little rocker arrow oh, oh. Uh, on the, <laughs> just mostly as a reminder to me. And then I realized it looked kind of like a print symbol or a slaneshi or something like that. So I was like, probably better not to do that. But anyways, okay, six. I'm, a, I'm making a note here. Always say six up. In the yeah, notes. I think that's okay. just our thing now. <laughs> yes. so. We should open up a competing brother <laughs> or sister company. Called six called plus. Six plus. But spell out the plus. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of having the plus sign. No, no, it's pronounced up. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but yeah, we're working with Keegan. <laughs> Anyways, yes. yeah. Uh, so there will be more news on that uh, in the following episode. Uh, and we're going to have like kind of a retooling of the Patreon uh, page. So. People can get access to the files. We've already got plans for the next one coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the that way, Hefe, if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> I've got plans. You got plans. Uh, <clears throat> but and, yeah, I've been uh, the the few boxes I've already printed from that. I've been you know ba- uh, priming them and starting to get them painted up. Yeah, so, you put up a that. picture on our Discord with us using them in game, and I think they're yeah. great because they're a good enough height to cover. You know, get get your models behind there. Uh, for the silhouette to have complete coverage, but also it's it's a kind of a narrower crate too, so it doesn't take up a ton of real estate, but provides that line of sight blocking. So I really like playing with them. Yeah. So, so good job on that, El Jefe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So next week on that, uh, what else is going on? Well, I've been touching up um, a few of my older squads just to bring them up to to regular painting standards. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of cool That's to a... see, and I think I've gushed about this before, but your progression for where you started as. Because you were an X-Wing player before Legion, mm-hmm. uh, so you didn't well, really do any painting. I went from X-Wing to Destiny to Region. Oh, Destiny. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, Destiny. Every time you remind me that that was a thing, it makes me sad. Thanks. <laughs> I've got boxes of that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, stores. I've literally got a, a big plastic tub yeah. of all my... I'm not even sure what to do with it. I've even like offered it on the lo- what used to be the, the local Destiny Facebook page, and no one bid on yeah, that. So. I don't think... Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that there's some hardcore communities out there still playing. Yeah, still. but uh, hey, if anyone out there is interested, I have <laughs> full play sets of the first four sets. So. You can find Outrider Dan yeah. on the Legion Discord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, slash swap me. Well, yeah. And you, you've been working on building your clones out. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm still trying to finalize a list I want to go. I went back to like uh, prototyping the first. I, I turned my head to look at the stuff I'm working on, so I went <laughs> off axis there. But uh, it, it, with a Kenobi, a couple of Barks, and then Phase 1, Phase 2s, and a support squad. And I, that was like my the first list I started. And then I went way off on tangents with like Padme and stuff, got off beat, and then I was like, okay, let's go back here because I actually really like the way the Barks performed uh, in the the game or two that I played with them. So I wanna I wanna try to spend some more time I'm trying mm. to points. I need more points. I just need more points, man. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always sixteen hundred points. Yeah, no, 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 I don't need that many points. <laughs> if I could just get like an extra twenty five points, you know, could you could you can you just, handicap can, me that? Can, can you spot me that? Actually, it'd be an interesting to do a handicap system like that. That would be kind of interesting. I wonder mm. if we, yeah, maybe like a learner league or something like that, and 
you get more points if you lose or something, or hmm. you get less points if you win. Actually, that's I have to brew on that one. Yeah, so, yeah. actually, hey, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> if anybody's got a system like that already, shoot us a uh, message on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but speaking of you know events to go to where you use points, mm-hmm. we've got uh, 328 days to LVO. Oh, <laughs> It's the You're LVO countdown. Yes, <laughs> it is the LVO countdown. <laughs> Buckle in, folks. This is what it's going to be like for the next year. <laughs> hey, this is our home tournament. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And, of course, we're always very excited to support LVO and everything. But uh, oh, 328 days. days. All right. Hey, just enough time to maybe work on my table. <laughs> yeah. Do I make another joke about should I start packing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And yes, folks, we're going to be doing this all the way until... <laughs> there it is. Yeah, buckle up. It's, it's, it's happening. Uh, but another cool thing I noticed out there, uh, and oh. of course, hashtag not sponsored, we're not affiliated, uh, but our uh, Imperial Terrain, which has been a, a purveyor oh, of... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been a purveyor of uh, terrain for the Legion community, uh, both in STLs and physical files. But they started a Kickstarter up for this cool little thing they made uh, called the uh, Terrain Machine. Right. So, I mean, and in fact, you had the best analogy for this. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I, was, I was talking to Dan because, again, he's the printer guy on this. I was like, he, he was explaining, he was like, oh, you can customize buildings, and they send you the STL files. And I was like, oh, so it's like Hero Forge, but with buildings and stuff. Yes, and then I totally face-palmed him, like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, well, no, not everybody may know to, what yeah. Hero Forge is, but it's basically a software, uh, a web-driven yeah. software program that you can customize you know, arms and shields and hoods and helmets and things like that. Uh, and then, you know, you could either get the file to print yourself or they'll do a print for you and send it to you for, a, you know, fee. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one, it sounds like it's just the STLs they're doing. Correct. So currently they're just doing the STLs. I'm sure they'd link it to their print service. Oh, I mean, yeah. We haven't yeah, talked to them about enough. this or right, anything. Right. Uh, just to be transparent and we've had no communication. I just thought this was neat. Yeah. That no, they were doing. Neat. Yeah, It's super neat. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I've already signed up for their, uh, like the, not so much the beta or their pre preview of it. And I've been messing around with it and there, there's some interesting combinations you can do with the buildings on there. Anything that's going to fit with your star tours board. You um, I, I'm still, still, you know, I'm experimenting with that oh, okay. to see what may or may not that's fit cool. on there. Uh, it's just, you know, of course the quality of their designs, it would stand out from my own designs <laughs> and the fact that they would look so much better than my oh, own, my homemade stop, buildings. <laughs> That's where, so you paint those crappy and paint yours good, and it evens out. I think is how that works. Well, and then just paint the geometry and yeah. everything. <laughs> the list. No, they're they're really cool that you can you know, and they come and when you look at it, it's really basically plug and play. There's basically squares, and you can have a one by one, a one by two, a, a, an L shape of three of those, or you know two by two, and you can mix and match each each wall facet, each corner facet, each uh, roof tile. You basically just choose from a list and mix and match. And you, you add little accessories to each wall, like a ladder on the side or some piping over here. So I can and have I think, 16 different cantinas yeah, in my basically. Boss Isley board. Okay. And they're they're doing some different themes they've added with the Kickstarter. One of them being a cantina with an interior. Oh, oh. Um, and okay. the, another interesting one, too, they're doing some vehicles, too, where you can mix and match the parts. So they've put some speeder bikes on there currently, and you can mix and match the front vanes and the main body and the engines on the back and the seat just to... Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. I saw that one of the ads that was uh, popping up for it. Yeah, so, so that's cool. I mean, like I said, yeah, I, I did throw in for the just for the uh, early bird on the Kickstarter. <laughs> <to> say, <so. laughs> 
but yeah, I'm, I'm, cur- I'm both curious and excited to see how that's going to turn uh, out. It, yeah. An ambitious project, and I can't wait to see it. And it makes a lot of sense with so many people uh, having access or hobbying in 3D already that, hey, we got now you can customize terrain, get your cool-looking table, and you know play games with it and enjoy the functionality and the aesthetics, which is what hobby gaming is really kind of about. But uh, okay, I think we're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll be right back to talk about, ooh, the AMG Rules Forum is online. Quite operational. You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders... Welcome back, Outriders! The AMG Rules Forum is open for business. Yeah, so this was previously announced in one of their live streams that they would be opening a rules forum. And honestly, FFG had a similar system set up. Uh, But... Yeah, is somebody who came from the previous Privateer Press Rules Forum, I'm, uh, I think I mentioned this before, but there's a lot of similarities here. And... It's kind of good because no, it's overall great. it was a pretty good community. Uh, but the, the big thing is that you have official people that are posters on there that can make rules clarifications. And it basically becomes, you know, gospel is written by, well, in this case, LJ. Yeah. So LJ, you know, I, what did we call him last time he was on the show? I think the one that got away. <laughs> uh, no, he, he has worn many mantles in his yes. time on the Outriders. Uh, I still prefer good. to think of it as BFFFF. FFF. Yeah, FFF. Yes. So, yeah, LJ is now a moderator over on these forums. And, of course, he... It's like he was born to it. I know Talk Polite was probably, you know... we should I should ask him about that sometime. Originates from his classroom because he's a teacher. But it works very well <laughs> in, it does. A, uh, I mean, in a forums kind of setting, too. He's been the unofficial rules master, you know, on the Discord and on the Facebook. Was and it really unofficial? It, I think it, it, I was, think it was yeah. pretty much official. I mean, until, well, this is now official since he is not only listed as a moderator, but he did mention on a live stream he did after this was announced that he does have a contract with amg now oh yes ooh, so I see. it is official official did they 3d print him like a, a sheriff's badge <laughs> or something oh, yeah. <laughs> clean up Legion, these forums clean up this <laughs> uh but yeah no um they got a cool thing is you can go on you can make an account you do have to make an account to go mm-hmm. on to it mm-hmm. um and you can either post questions and uh per when lj was talking about this he said within five business day response maximum really from either him or or luke or Who anyone else. The other person in? that's posting out well, there. Yeah. Luke Eddie, yeah. Oh, did, did they have a title over there? Do you notice? Because I know in the in the PP forums there were infernals. That's what they were called. Uh, no, he was just listed as a moderator. 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 Oh, okay. So. That's probably a little bit. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's not, that's, <laughs> it's not themed. Infernals, but it's, yeah, yeah, made sense for themed. lore of yeah. War Machine, but. Uh, yeah, so I mean, um, so for ISB, mm-hmm. ISB agent to LJ. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check out the uh, AMG rules forums because there's a lot of things on there i was scrolling through it and yeah there were some there were some streams and whatnot that literally sat down and went through the whole thing and it was like three or four hours yeah, so, so we're not, dan went we're and gonna, put together a crib sheet of like the more notable yeah. things that we're going to quickly go through um, but it's, it's it's just really nice to know that there's this resource available to the community mm, and it has been stated multiple times 
if you have a question, definitely go on there and post. But do use the search function first to see if someone's uh, already of posted course, that. Because yeah. uh, there are, and of course, when you post, um, they said that it's not a public post; it goes directly to the moderators, and then they're going to review it. And then if it gets answered, then it gets posted for public viewing. Oh, interesting! There. So okay. it doesn't just get filled up with people asking random questions on that so that's cool that'd be actually a really good thing to keep an eye on as it grows and like oh we hadn't considered this corner case scenario but just in case here it is Uh, and uh has been mentioned too that once things are officially added to the rrg they will be pruned from the forum just so it doesn't bloat Mm -hmm. and doesn't have older rulings and things on there so i should go in there and ask a question like if i'm making a noise for my e-web does it go pew pew or pew 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 (laughs) I'm pretty wrong. sure. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> so yeah, they had um, uh, three stickied posts. One was a welcome uh, and explaining the rules, and then they had a uh, an FAQ, which was three pages of FAQ items. So yeah. there was a lot of stuff explained in there, which is and why it was very helpful. Yeah. You made a crunchy, exactly. for the more interesting ones. <laughs> and then they had some uh, rules reference guide corrections. So these are things that will be edited in the next RRG. Because mm-hmm. uh, they say, you know, instead of this line, it's supposed to say this line. So. Yeah. And um, uh, I think it's important that we have these resources available, oh, yeah. but also spreading the word to people, especially their new players. Uh, I, I know I've talked to people in the past that are like frustrated. It's like, oh, I'm getting into the game, but, you know, these cards aren't good anymore, you know, and they've changed how some of this stuff works. How do I keep up with that? Well, you got to do a little bit of diligence. And I think for casual games at home, it probably doesn't make that much of a difference. Casual games at home, use the point values on the card. Use what it says on the card. Yeah. Like, it's it's not a big deal. Or or a lot of the, like, the uh, Tabletop Admiral and those kind of... Uh, oh yeah, builders the out build, there. yeah, the They'll builders have the out updated there. Updated points on there as yeah, well, yeah, and uh, and some of them have the updated cards and text yeah. too. So, no, the builders are a good resource. It's a kind of a quick reference to what the mm-hmm. card should say. Uh, but as for rules interactions, of course, everyone says check the RRG. I know it's like a well, how many page document now? Ninety yeah, something page document. <laughs> it is girthy. Uh, but uh, some cool. Well, at least I thought they were cool. Uh, notable FAQs. I guess we will decide on if yeah. they're cool or not. Dan. Exactly. <laughs> Let the listeners decide. So some FAQs uh, I thought were interesting uh, about war weary. You know, reduces the range at which a unit can use a friendly commander's courage. War weary. War weary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the question is, does war war weary? Affect the range. Glad you got this one and not me. <laughs> Affect the range at which a unit can use the courage of an operative equipped with inspiring presence, or a friendly heavy with field commander, since none of the neither of those items are technically commander units. Mm, and they okay. clarified that as war weary has no effect in either of those cases. So if you are using Padme with inspiring presence or a field commander in a tank, put war weary in your deck because it doesn't reduce the range of those two particular units. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, that's, so okay. that's yeah. Today we learned something. No, yeah. Next question. If fortified positions states that barricades, pl- barricades placed by this card <laughs> must be placed horizontally. Oh yeah. I remember we talked about yes. this. <laughs> well, there, there's two of those, but <laughs> does that mean that they have to be placed parallel to the board edge? Answer horizontally means that the barricades cannot be placed on their sides such as they were stand to stand up tall they do not have to be parallel to any particular board edge so, so now you can't stand it up like an eye yeah <laughs> uh and but there was uh, interesting i didn't think there would be confusion that by horizontally they thought in 
orientation of the board. I mean, and that's fair. But that's that's an interesting uh, thing. Now, on that point, can barricades be placed laying down? So they must be placed, or can must they be placed traditionally? Uh, I'm rolling and, my eyes at you so hard, Dan. Well, because you know the barricade. If you look at it from the side, it's it's a triangle with you know where yeah. you usually have it. The longer sides pointing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this you says yeah, um, yes, you can be placed on their sides as long as they're planked lengthwise horizontal onto the plane of the battlefield. So you can lay them down. Oh really? Well, because like. they're still gonna interrupt the base. Yeah, for so they're still interrupt the base so. for line of sight, but. You can lay them down, like, if they were, say, knocked over in battle. Oh, that, okay, or, that's fair. If it's yeah. going to be a, a, a gesture towards, you know, the narrative or something like that, then absolutely. Mm-hmm. I could also kind of see if it's a little bit easier to measure from it. You flip it on its side for a little bit or put it back. I don't know. But if you're trying to garner an advantage by laying it down, well, I think that's definitely, that's not very Star Wars. Well, and when we get later to the rules reference corrections, there's actually a reason they bring this up. Oh, <laughs> boy. I'm so, I'm, here, let's do it. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. If uh, if Agent Callus is defeated during the round he plays ISB Investigation, do any command card set aside by the command card effect remain set aside and return to the player's hand in a subsequent round? Answer. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Even if Agent Callus is defeated, the effect of ISB investigation remains. I, so I read all that, and I have no idea what they're talking about. Dan, can you break it down to common parlance okay. for me? <laughs> the ISB investigation, uh-huh. you, you choose a pip. They set those cards aside face up. Uh-huh. And the next command card phase, you can't use those two face-up cards. Uh-huh. What if Callus died before the next command card phase? Ah, okay. Now I'm getting it. So do his command cards still apply? Or does the effect of his command card still apply even though he's dead and no longer on the board? Uh, the answer is yes, because since yes. it was played, it still carries over through it. So this okay. sets a precedent for future things that have command cards that have effects that persist between rounds. This reminds you yeah. like of a Magic the Gathering ruling or something. The effect is already fired right off. Well. Just because the card's no longer in play doesn't mean that the grenade hasn't been thrown. Yeah. I know the grenade analogy hasn't been used in years, but still, <laughs> it's the one I learned on. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Oh, oh uh, so, RRG. Yeah, those are just a few of the more interesting FAQs, and mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, there are three pages of these things. So yeah, so feel free a, to peruse at your leisure. Yeah, do peruse. Do use the search function. There, I think there are some interesting things in there. I just brought up a few of the interesting ones I thought here. Yeah. Uh, Did, they didn't have anything about different stats for having mutton chops versus helmet callus. No, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, because because mutton chop callus, of course, should you know be. 50 points cheaper and <laughs> you know surge to everything and, <laughs> and at least 50 points more handsome some, yes oh <laughs> uh, but um the rules reference they listed five corrections to the rules reference which will probably be updated next time the rrg gets posted yeah you would uh, think so this is kind of an interim thing yeah, that they so. can get the rules that are reporting out into the public and then update uh, the official you know guide as right. it comes out just so they can respond more quickly than which is getting great. another and, RG out. And I fully endorse this, support this, and I, I love that they're doing this. Yeah, because um, if anyone's not aware, if when they post an RRG, I'm, I haven't had this confirmed, but I have a feeling that it has to go through Lucasfilm approvals. Oh, and, oh I wonder if they could talk about that. Speaking you know, of every, not being able to talk anything, so on the last episode, I uh, said <laughs> that I'd tweet at Luke Eddy. I meant to mention this earlier. Oh, yes. Uh, about uh, if there was a Yoda coming out, could we get his command cards in Yoda speak? Uh, he saw the post. He liked the post. He did not comment on the post. 
<laughs> which is very on brand for yes, Luke. So. Yes. Well, the fact that those haven't been officially announced, that was only in the leak and Lion Rampart. Yeah, that's Lion why Rampart, I would so. give him the big if, if it happens to be right. right. But of course, he plays a cagey that way. Well, and, and anything he said could be construed as some sort of admission. No, that it was, exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I know exactly what he did. It, but maybe I put it in the back of his head. <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, they should do that. Or maybe have some... Uh, alt art cards for like one of the uh, packs the skirmish packs <laughs> to have yoda speak cards come out uh but yeah I'm, I'm... in the past they've said that all of the articles do have to go through lucasfilm approval uh-huh. so every time they post well ffg said this so i don't know how amg is going to work i'm they, assuming the so like did... preview articles and things yeah. did they say that yeah that's said crap. because that text can't break canon or describe a character inaccurately because they're talking about how the characters act, didn't oh, Not just wow. in game context, but you know. and apparently they couldn't agree upon a set of terms to describe the Imperial officers. So. Yeah, so that's why the Imperial <laughs> Specialist Pack has never come out. <laughs> like, well, I don't know about this. It sounded um, a little bit too heroic. Yeah, so that's why it takes t- forever sometimes for articles to come out because you know Lucasfilm approvals has to approve every piece of merch or related content. That's got to so, be a either there is a thousand people doing that round the clock no. or a handful of people that are just so overworked that it's uh, beyond. Belief. I assume it's the latter because, yeah. you know, every time Haynes releases a new Chewbacca underoos, they got to make sure that they don't break in canon. Wait, they've got new ones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, rules, reference, corrections. So, yeah, updates to the rules reference. Uh, this one, first one here in the transported entry. Transport X open. The following bullet point should be removed. While the unit's being transported, its weapons lose all fixed keywords. And in its place, the this bullet point should be added. Uh, while a transporter unit is performing attack, it ignores the restrictions of fixed keywords, but the weapons are still considered to have fixed keywords for the general purposes of other game effects. Okay. So I, I, was... I mean, I, I knew what they were trying to get at. I guess that is a little bit more clear. So, like, well, it was in the transport, so now it doesn't have a fixed keyword anymore. So now it's out of the transport, so it doesn't have it, right? Well, and what's nice in each of these, they post a little reason why they're doing this update. Okay. Uh, this re- re- resolves... Oh my, I am tongue-tied today. This resolves an unintended interaction with the transport keyword and generator upgrades. So because they lost fixed... Oh, they yeah. They couldn't equip right. We talked about this a yes. while ago, and I was like, eh, I don't know. So it was just, okay. a, a, just a little unintended thing they missed when they were making the rule. They were trying to streamline it, and, well, it accidentally knocked a generator. So now you can put a generator on an E-Web in a GAV. And they were so cheap, and I think they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. No, uh, every time I field an E-Web, and I, I said in skirmish... E-webs are amazing and I think a little overpowered. <laughs> I wonder what kind of emplacement we're going to get for Republic. Hmm. Or droids, even. Hmm. Ah, I, I could see maybe droids. Well, we get the maybe D-web. The, maybe <laughs> uh, maybe the, the, the crab droid may be an E-web on legs and maybe it has to like root itself or Ooh, something to well, fire. I'm just pure yeah. speculation the, on that. The, the spider tank? Spider. The, or, well, or not, the, not the big spider tank, but the little crab spider. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, I'm trying to even think back through Clone Wars. Did they have any emplacement style weapons? They were a very mobile force, at yeah. least as demonstrated in I the mean, Clone the, Wars. The Tartaskovsky series, they had the one guy who had the quad laser on his, on his shoulder harness That's, on his chest. Yes, there's that. <laughs> he is the emplacement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that might be interesting. But <laughs> yeah. CT1253 <laughs> emplacement. <laughs> Oh, uh, so yeah, uh, you can use generators and e-webs in tanks now, awesome. or in any other things. 
Um, the mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to no. say, uh, any more to offer on that one? Uh, not on that point. Okay. So the next one we have is in the standby entry, the following bullet point should be considered added. Repulsor vehicles cannot perform the standby action and cannot gain or spend standby tokens. If a repulsor vehicle would gain a standby token through a game effect, the token is returned to the supply instead. This resolves an issue with the repulsor vehicles gaining standby tokens via Lando Calrissian's command card, Ace Up His Sleeve. Note that repulsor vehicles with the hover ground keyword ignore this rule. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're making it so, I mean, because yeah. repulsor vehicles, non-tank ones. I, I think there the was, uh, there, was there an issue early on with Republic, like the hover tank being able to use spend tokens if they had the right upgrades or something? I, I don't know. I'm kind of shooting from yeah, the hip there. They're, but. they're just preventing an airspeeder from getting a standby token, which would be obscene. That would be so cool. <laughs> cool, but obscene. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so horrible. We don't want that. Or do we? Uh, no, oh. we don't. No, but this is uh, very clearly their intention. Is vehicles don't get standby, that kind of thing. Well, repulsor. Flying Repulsor. Vehicles. Flying yes, vehicles. Thank you. You're right. Now, there, of course, the, the hover tanks, like the repulsor ground, the AAT, the saber tank, mm-hmm. can still use them because they just kind of hover there. They're not flying around like speeder bikes or air speeders or anything like that. That's fair. Sure, yeah. You're right. And I'm sure the LATLE will be a flying vehicle too that won't be able to do this. So. I mean, we've seen the base for it. Yeah. So, it's... yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, then this is what I alluded to earlier the next barricada entry. Yeah. And the barricade entry. Okay. Should have the following bullet point out of barricades cannot be placed overlapping objective or condition tokens. So uh, LJ actually brought this up. Uh, okay. Remember how we said earlier how you can lay them down flat? Yeah. What if you laid two of them down flat over an objective token? Like a like a key position or a mine or something uh, like that? I don't advocate violence, but <laughs> I would punch the other guy right in the face. Yeah, so so like everything that can't overlap condition tokens, you can't put a barricade over because you could actually make a little tent for the barricade laying them, to, laying them down flat. I, I feel like, diminished knowing that somebody has <laughs> tried, tried that. <laughs> I, I died a little bit inside. Beyond cheese, it's beardy cheese, yes. as they say. And this resolves an unintended interaction caused by placing barricades with fortified positions, condition card, and objective tokens. So, yeah, you can't cover something with barricades. <laughs> Sad it had to be inside, said, but yep, there it is. Yep, yep. Uh, it feels like such a, like... Big brother teaching his little brother at like nine and ten years old how to play Legion kind of move to do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Thinking they're super clever. But like, anyway. Look at oh, I get to place barricades. I'm going to cover oh, them over this mine here. Oh, look, this mine's not it. going off. <laughs> Guess I already won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're on, wait, number four now, four, right? Yep. Yeah. In the detachment, unit name type unit keyword entry, the following bullet point should be considered removed. During the deploy unit step, step of setup, a unit with the detachment keyword must be placed at speed 1 and within height 1 of a unit leader from a friendly unit that has the unit name or type specified by the detachment keyword. In its place, the following bullet point should be considered added. So this is the one you want to focus on. This is what it gets. <laughs> During the deploy unit steps of the setup, the unit leader of a unit with the detachment keyword must be placed at speed one and within height one of a unit leader belonging to a friendly unit that has the same unit name or type specified by the detachment keyword. Okay. So So the difference between those two sentences. Uh is... you can't I don't know, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I, I, know, I, I think I know what they're getting at because I saw this in a game, uh, I think the last time. I think I did this before. Yeah, at LVO last year, I had uh, detachment shore troopers, and I put one of them way up in a tower. So Actually, no. Not oh, quite. okay. Not quite. So Because you can put a speed one and height one. So you can put a shore mortar up on a tower as long as it's within height one of its... No, it was well unit. beyond height oh, one. Oh, well beyond height so, one? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it was like way up there. No, the, the actual... There's only one added word in the second. <laughs> oh. Friendly... Instead of being um, within range one, height one, from a friendly unit, friendly unit leader. And this has to go with Maul's droids because it's the first attachment with multiple models. Okay. So okay. The, I gotcha. The unit leader of the detachment has to be within range one, height one of Maul. Mm-hmm. And then the other guys can cohese there. The first way around, you with cohesion, you could get that unit unit leader another speed one out from that range. Okay. So that's kind of just shut down. Little shenanigans you can do by getting a little extra speed or a little extra distance, I should say, out of the detachment unit. Oh, okay. Little shenanigans. Yeah. So they're just cutting off a little bit of shenanigans. Yeah. Resolves an unintended interaction with miniature placement with units of multiple minis in the detachment, and this was Maul's droids are the first multiple mini. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I don't think there's any other as I can think of right now, because no. Iden's only got the one ID-10T bot, so... Yeah, and that's counterpart, too. Yeah. So, uh, oh, whereas, yeah. Okay, whereas the, gotcha. you know, the Shore Mortar and the... We had counterparts with uh, 3PO yeah. also, but mm-hmm. yeah, no multiple, I think. Yeah, no, no multiples yet, just the, you know, the, the two emplacements with the veterans and the Shores, and then Maul's droids, which are the first one. They should have an Emperor so. 2.0 that comes with, like, uh, little add-on Royal Guards with them. I mean, that's probably what they were intending with Entourage, but yeah, I mean, you have yeah, to still have to pay for them. That's the problem. Oh, man. Don't, why don't, don't why does everything this. cost points? <laughs> why, why everything got to cost points? <laughs> I just want to throw everything on my table. I mean. Five, I want five ATSTs. <laughs> five, you say? Mm-hmm. Wow. Why not ten? Why don't you? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Come on. And last one. Uh, rules reference correction. In the embark disembark entry... Following bullet points should be removed. That a unit being transported can use a standby to- token to disembark and replace that with a unit being transported with uh, transport open can use its standby to depart, disembark. A unit transported, transported by a vehicle with transport closed can't spend ten, uh, standby tokens. Oh. So since the closed okay. transports are finally coming into the game yeah. with the speeder truck and the LAT, uh, they're saying that the anything in a closed transport and this is referenced a few other times in FAQs for mm-hmm. other things that target things in closed transports. Closed things in transports are technically not on the board. Right. They're considered a part of that vehicle. So anything that's enclosed can't really spend tokens because it's, well, it's enclosed inside the vehicle. Open ones can spend tokens, though, because they can shoot in and out and they can be shot. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, and I really like that. So you can set up, okay, if this thing's going to get, you know, moved on, I want to be able to bail out the back of the truck or something like that. Yeah. uh, Or the gav or what what have you. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, set up snows with steady so they can pop out and shoot or... There's lots of little shenanigans. You're a monster. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because the standby What's can be used to shoot. played too. snows? It's been a while. Uh, mainly in skirmish, I put a Gideon snow in there just oh, to, okay. just to like move things snows. around. Yeah. I miss the snows. But mm-hmm. I mean, shore troopers kind of like just dunked on everybody then, for a yeah, while there. And now that the storms have gotten discounted, they're, yeah. they've gotten a lot more interesting. <laughs> they the new hots. <laughs> yep. But so, anyway, yeah. so the, there it is. A uh, curated and selected portion of all the great things that await you over 
at the AMG Rules Forum. Yeah, so. <laughs> Sorry if that was a bit dry. No, I but mean, we, just we didn't stuff, read the but... entire thing. Oh, but yeah. It's okay. They come here for the dryness. The, do, like do a they? fine gym. <laughs> I hope not, actually, because, man, I guess we could, you know, dull it down. We can go full BBC mode here. <laughs> Welcome to the Outriders ASMR channel. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to slowly drink my coffee through a straw. <laughs> I will stop that right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry the if sound. you're wearing headphones. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we won't ever do the, that The again. sound of painting minis. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a, a joke. We could we could do like a audio book. You know, you could read the uh, like one of the new Alphabet Squadron books and <laughs> It'll just be eight hours of silence, and then at the end, Dan will say, what, out loud? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, that's about it for this episode, Outriders. Thank you for sticking with us. Oh, and uh, uh, congratulations, Tumnus, for going one and four. Oh, yeah, way to go, Tumnus. He he won his last game in the Invader League round robin, so congratulations, bud. I knew you could do it. Go Bikes. (laughs) But, uh, of course, you can always find us the Legion Outriders on Facebook and on Patreon if you'd like to support the show. Dan is on Discord under Dantech slash Outrider okay. underscore Dan. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter at GRN underscore Archer or on Twitch at Captain underscore Archer. But uh, otherwise, we will catch you next time, Outriders. This concludes the current episode of the Legion Outriders podcast. You may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is reckless. <laughs>